0: Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call eight seven seven three five one zero three zero zero. 351 300 See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.
1: It's quite a nice thing, isn't it, getting married? But then they say, you don't have to stick in it. Thank you. It's less than 50%, I think, now. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Bloody good. Hey, uh, my name's Mike Minogue.
2: Kia ora, I'm Karen O'Leary.
1: And welcome to the Wellington Paranormal Podcast, yet another episode.
2: Oh, it's lovely to have you all here listening along. Gosh. Isn't
1: it nice? We're just pumping them out. Um, and these podcasts, <laughs> even though weirdly the people that are listening to this already know, but for some reason, we've got it down here. Um, Potty Jake, our producer, has said, mm. this podcast that you are already listening to yes. is available wherever you listen to your podcast. Which is
2: right where they're, where they're listening to
1: them right now. It feels like the horse has bolted there. Yeah. Um, our Instagram is at Wellington Paranormal Podcast. TikTok is at Wellington Paranormal Pod. And YouTube is at Wellington Paranormal, the podcast. So they're all we different. Couldn't, we couldn't get consistency <laughs> there, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, I don't know why But uh, yeah So that's where you'll find us What's been going on with you?
2: Uh, like just today Just woke up um, yeah. Made my son some crumpets And then came to talk to you Mike
1: What'd you put on the crumpets? Just Marge Just Marge? I'm a
2: fan of just Marge Are you an
1: Olivani or are you Olivani Yeah yeah But yeah, not
2: because yeah. I'm actually in Auckland Not at my hometown of know. Wellington So I bought cheap um country spread
1: Oh yeah Which in hindsight A bit of a mistake What size did you buy?
2: The smallest one I could get.
1: Right, 125 grams. That Is little, that flat, the, little yeah, flat low yeah, one, you yeah. know,
2: because I don't, I don't want to take it back with me in
1: the suitcase. Well, I was going to say, well, you wouldn't have used it all, would you?
2: No, I've hardly used any. Well,
1: what are you going to do with it? Give it away. You're going to leave it in your room? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <thought> anyway, so. <laughs> other than that,
2: did you want to know more about like work-related things? Like, Whatever you actually, like.
1: Well, I not. haven't seen you. So I know that your, uh, your partner's had the COVID.
2: Yes, she has, which was a real shame. She had to miss her.
1: How many times has she had it?
2: That's just two now. Yeah. I've only had it once.
1: I've only had it once. Yeah. Apologies for the interruption. Podcast producer Jake here just thought it'd be worth noting that while Karen is saying she's only ever had COVID once, she was actually, albeit unknowingly, infected with her second case during this recording. Yeah. Bit awkward. Back to the podcast.
2: Um, so she missed a gig in the Jazz Fest, which was a shame because I was looking forward to going to multiple gigs at the Jazz Festival. Yeah. But- that's been cancelled. Yeah. So, yes, obviously, yeah, Taskmaster has finished now, but that was very fun. And then been focusing on Patty Gower, the second season of Full Disclosure My Podcast. Yes. About um, the Rainbow Community. That's we, right. Well, it's just the gays and bisexuals,
1: actually. That's right.
2: Um, that's just finished. Um, although there's one bonus episode next Tuesday with me and my mum, me talking oh, to my yes. mum about her experience of me coming out.
1: I think that's going to go down really well, that one. Well, she's pretty funny. Yeah.
2: And she's lovely. Yeah.
1: So, you're going to go near that go down well. Joke, were you?
2: No, not with my mum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You paused just long enough.
2: Let me ask you, what are you doing, Mike?
1: My wife yes, is production designing a film. So she is away for three months. So it's me and the kid up here. (laughs) And she's down in Wellington and Taupo, and we're going to go to Taupo on the weekend. Nice. And have a hangout. You know about the Wairaki Resort? Yes. Yeah, we'll be staying there. Um, It's just outside, you know Wairaki, the little... It's about yeah. 10 minutes north of Topor there, and it's quite a steamy sort of a joint yeah, because Hooker of all the thermal Falls. activities before Hooker Falls. Right, got it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, we'll be out there, and that'll be bloody good, actually. Um, so just to tell you about the Wilmington Paranormal podcast, this is where we're going to go through sort but of every – Can I just butt in? Yeah.
2: Were you not going to say congratulations to me for my amazing nomination?
1: I was going to say that for the next episode. Okay,
2: just cancel that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. But why don't we do it now? Okay. Um, congratulations. It's Thanks. pretty good, isn't it? So you've been nominated for Best uh, Presenter. Pre-
2: entertainment.
1: Entertainment at the 2023 New Zealand Television Award. This is to go along with the nomination that you've had as a Best Actress.
2: Yeah, obviously I don't love that word, but i, I know, understand. I know, I know, but y- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, They've got to separate the They
1: had to separate us out. Yeah. Yeah. From in sexes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is weird. Um and so they're, they're quite diverse things. They live in this they live next door to each other. Yeah. But pretty amazing.
2: Yeah, I don't I'm not sure how many other people have crossed over, but um, Look, we all know what happened with the actress nomination. Yeah. Um Wasn't a great night for me. No. Um, so, look, I'm going into this one, you know, pretty unconfident because then at least I'll be happily surprised if anything comes It's the way it. to go. And you I know? remember
1: on the night that we were both nominated Best Actor, Best Actress, you're like, nah, I'm winning this, man. Winning. <laughs> I was like, oh, this seems like a risky attitude to be taken. Uh, and then uh, I spoke to the person who won, obviously. So, right. Because I... I, I won that night, you and did. then I didn't get another audition after that for eighteen months. Yeah, and the person who won also didn't get another audition Aha. or any work for about eighteen months. She said, "Yeah." So she said that's like a curse of winning. Whereas you have not stopped working ever since. And in fact, got more. So and in more fact,
2: work. I don't want to work. So what
1: would you rather have? Heaps of work. Or or a plast- that piece i mean in a glass trophy. That's it's glass, isn't it? Around here, right <laughs> yeah. behind your head. So every time I look at oh, you, yeah. I just look at my award. <laughs> 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 yeah, so this podcast, we're going to be doing um, talking about each episode, but also stories behind the scenes and talking to the people that made the podcast and all that sort of carry you
2: on. Made the podcast. That's no, Because
1: we're going to do also making of the making of. Wellington Paranormal, the podcast.
2: Yeah, great. Okay,
1: it's going to go really well. And we're going to get 200 episodes out of that, but only 100 episodes out of the making of Wellington Paranormal, the TV show. Yeah, but the making
2: of the making of the podcast. Oh, there's so to
1: talk about. Oh, there's so much to talk about. Um, It's actually been quite quite a hassle, hasn't it, this podcast? Like trying to get it made, just because of your availabilities, I mean.
2: Yes, okay, sorry. but well, not in a bad way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. do you
1: know what I mean? It's like, geez, it'd be good if we lived in the same town. You should move. Doubt it.
2: That's yeah. not going
1: to happen. <laughs> yeah. I look. There, look. Oh, we're going to move back to Wellington. Good. Yeah, in a few years. There's so many good places down I there. Know. Yeah, it's great. The house
2: next door to my house is for sale.
1: Is it really? That'd be nice. We can knock down the fence and just yes. share a backyard. It's a one-bedroom. That's not enough.
2: No. no. No,
1: I need so many bedrooms. Yeah, okay. <laughs> And there's also going to be, we're going to have uh, Makapuatu, who was Sarge. We're going to have Tom Sainsbury in. So that's going to be really good as well. So um, hope you enjoy it. There's going to be a lot of waffle and a lot of poor memories. So you're going to have to be patient with us as we're trying to give you an insight into what happened behind the scenes, even though we can't remember anything that happened.
2: I've got quite a good memory. You do. And also I'm quite good at making things up if I can't remember them. Yeah,
1: that's right. So this episode, the first episode was about how we got uh onto What We Do in the Shadows. And this one is about what happened after What We Do in the Shadows and moving into Wellington Paranormal. Mm. Karen O'Leary, why, yes, ha- why my <laughs> 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 But Why what, not? did, I you, thought, why did not? you hear about the idea of, of the, the TV, TV show? show?
2: I think it was about a year after the film had come out. Yeah. Or maybe between six months and a year.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's put a,
2: a broad tri- time frame on that. And I'm just getting a... Might have been yeah, it was an email from Paul Yates and he yep. said, I just wanted to talk to you about an idea that we've had. Could you meet at pre- prefab for a coffee with Mike Minogue and I yes. thought this is hilarious. Yes. And then I went there slightly well, I wasn't terrified, I just thought this is so ridiculous. And then we <laughs> had that great chat with Paul and he, you know, he put the idea forward about the a spin-off show for just us as the cops. Yes. And I do just remember thinking how is this even happening to yeah. me? Um, you know, just I'd let, I think I'd taken a couple of hours off work from teaching with the kids. Yeah, come to this meeting, which I thought was just I don't know, you know, and then, and then it was nice to see you again, though.
1: Yes, that was nice. Have we seen each other since? Probably not. Oh, I don't think so. Not, probably no. not, because I was out and about a little bit. That so, what we do in the shadows was released at Sundance in January of twenty fourteen. Yep, uh, but it was made in twenty
2: twelve, so it took ages. That's
1: it. Did take a while. Uh, theatrical release was 18th of August. And that December of the same year, you're right, um, Yatesy got in touch with us to get uh, about getting the pilot shoot up. And that year, I was on a film, wasn't I? I wonder if we should tell this story. It feels like I've told a little bit, but people will not know. Um, so tell that it. December, I heard from Yatesy. And he said, you know, do you want to do this? I said, absolutely. It'll just have to work around this thing that I'm doing. So I was doing a project. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I was doing a project where I'd won the lead of, I was going to play Sir Edmund Hillary in quite a big project, and I won't go into any more details than that, Uh, but except to say that we got five days out from shooting and I got fired. Yeah. I got fired. I know.
2: I have heard this story with all the details. Yeah. Um, and it's a sad story for you. It was a sad but story. But maybe a learning opportunity.
1: It's one of the two to three best things that have ever happened in my life, was getting fired off that. So we did a, a bit of a table read, and at that point, everyone decided that I was the wrong person for the job. Well, right, it wasn't everyone that decided no, that, it was it, let's be decide. honest. No, no, not everyone. But <laughs> anyway, some great stuff and behind the scenes there, but it was, it was the best learning experience I've ever had, and it made me go, okay... I can't count on anybody else. I'm going to have to do some work here, get off my ass a little bit. So that's when we did the water cooler, came up with the water cooler idea. Oh, yes. It was immediately after that. It's like, right, I've had this idea. I'm going to do something about it. So I started so that was writing that. So the first season of the water cooler. Yeah, started writing that and had that up in about six months or so or nine months. I think um, it's
2: hugely underrated, the water cooler. If you have not checked out the water cooler, yeah. you need to go and look it up because it's I, very, very good. I don't know if you can find it anywhere. Does well, it still I'll, exist? I'll tell you what.
1: I think I've got it on my Facebook page, which is part of somebody else's Facebook page. So I will- Pull it off. I'll get it up.
2: Put I'll a little linky pull thing. Pull it off,
1: get it up. Yeah? Yeah. Because
2: we're both in that.
1: Yes, we are.
2: People like me and you as cops. They're oh, going to love me and you as farmers, uh, hunters and farmers that are married hunters to each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
1: And you as a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. You got nominated for a Best Actor Yeah. in that award yes. for, for that role. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, so that was all about the same time. So then you had to got in touch and said, oh, we're going to do this. And that was a bit of a shock, wasn't it?
2: I was absolutely flabbergasted. And he came, he even had the bits of paper, remember?
1: Oh yes, didn't
2: he? The, And it was called Paranormal Event Response Unit.
1: back it was. then, Peru. Or, no! I mean, it Karen and I was
2: carrying Mike's police program because yes, I was, found them the other day in yes. my in my suitcase.
1: Yes, the original project. That's right. So the way it works in New Zealand, for those of you who don't know, is you come up with an idea and then you have to talk to, um, so a, a broadcaster, so TVNZ in this case, and they say, you know, look, we want to make this TV show about the cops from what we do in the shadows. Mm. And they say, okay, put together a submission. You know, what's it about? Who are the characters? Blah, blah, blah. How much money do you need? Then you go to a funding body to try and get the money, um, which all sounds straightforward, but actually it takes forever in a day. It takes a long
2: time. But it was interesting, like, because have you reread that, the first proposal recently? Because like I said, when I was moving into my new house, I found it in my suitcase of old bits and bobs.
1: Yeah.
2: And gosh, it would have been such a different show if it had been the original It was essentially set in
1: Woodville, wasn't it? Shannon. Was it Shannon? Yeah. Which is a great spot.
2: Yeah. And you would come from the big city and you thought you should be a better cop or something. Right. Yeah. And then you also did had no idea that I wasn't interested in you romantically. That was was kind of gonna be the running joke. That
1: was quite yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantly (laughs) keen on you. Getting my shirt off and all that sort of carry on and
2: Funny, ironic, isn't it, that that happened in that Wellington Paranormal all the time? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you really took your shit off for my benefit. Well, it
1: was never for your benefit. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, and then March 23rd, 2015 was when we had the coffee with Yatesy. Oh, there right, go. yes. Got okay, the there date. you go. Yep. Um, and then June tw- 2015. We went was, to Auckland. Was the hunt for the wilder people. Oh, okay. I got yeah, cast yeah. in that. Yes. So that was six months after getting fired off Hillary from a table read. And I had to go and do a table read for Hunt for the Wilder People. And when I went in there, I was sitting next to, sitting next to Sam Neill, was on my left. Yep. Uh, to, sitting next to Sam was Taika, who I still didn't know. Across from me was uh, Rima Tiwiata. <laughs> uh, to her left, as I sat, was Stan Walker, huge star at the time. And this was the first thing I'd done after getting fired, and it was a table read. So my confidence wasn't super high, but everybody had a name tag in yeah. front of them. Reema said Rima. Stan's said Stan, Sam Neil said Sam Neil, yeah. Tyker said Tyker, mine said Hunter Number Three. Oh, Hunter Number Three. So I was like, Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it, Hunter Number Three.
2: But the, but you did make oh, it. Oh, but I
1: did, yeah. But it was just, it was a funny time, you know. It was was Cohen like, there? Oh, God. No, nah, Cohen wasn't there. Um, and Stan Walker, who was played, ended up playing one of the other hunters, he had to play two hunters. So he had to be Cohen. Right. Well, actually, maybe I was Cohen and he was the other two. And he did different voices for each of them and was absolutely incredible. And I was like, I don't know if I'm making it. This guy's definitely going to be in it. <laughs> He's going to be great. And then we did the table read. And then in July... Um, was the when we shot the pilot in Auckland. So in order for us to try and get funding from New Zealand on air, TVNZ wanted to make a sizzle reel thingy. So write something, do a few scenes and shoot them. And Taika um, directed that.
2: Yeah, it was very funny.
1: I I thought it was. There were some things in it that I know will not have carried well. There was a woman I, I pulled over and I was trying to get her phone number. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you're that? being
2: a sleaze. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And that's never real. I think that's your, it's not Minogue.
1: But it's, yeah, it's yeah. certainly not But, that, but maybe that's but this is what time, helped
2: shaped it, shaped exactly, it moving
1: forward. Finding out what it's not. So that was made, and I think that's about 12 to 15 minutes long. It's got other people in it, like Hamish Parkinson. Parkinson.
2: Yeah, he was great. He was
1: so funny. Yeah. And I was like, man, I hope that guy is it if we make it. But he somehow never was never cast as anything. There must have been a reason for that because he's so funny. Yeah. But anyway, what we're going to try and do is get our hands on that and try and release it <laughs> because you and I have never seen it. Nope. And, and you,
2: But you've been told that it's
1: <laughs> appalling. I had a mate that was hanging out with um, Taika. I think it was either in Hawaii or LA while he was cutting it. And um, I was talking to my mate on the phone and he goes, oh, I've seen that, um, thing, that thing that you guys made with Taika. I was like, oh, yeah, how, how is it? And i obviously uh, yeah. a bit nervous and he goes – I said, is it, "Is it funny?" And he goes, "Oh yeah, pretty funny."
2: Oh look, that's New Zealand. That's New Zealand for <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, I love that's, it. That's so right, I it's
1: the funniest thing. I've, yeah, yeah. It was not a uh, yeah. It was not a huge um, roaring endorsement of whatever it was. But again, I think it was yeah worth it to see what it wasn't. Yeah. And I guess we should probably say as well. Even a lot of these stories are familiar to us, but not to the entire audience. We always sort of felt like this would get made. I always felt like it would get made because Ty, uh, Jermaine and Brett as Flight of the Concords had tried to get a show up in New yep. Zealand. TVNZ had told them it was a silly idea essentially and they didn't fund it.
2: And so then Flight of the Concords was born so in the So then Flight US. of the Conchords
1: <laughs> got a show with HBO um, and... So they s- obviously yeah, looked a little bit silly.
2: Yeah, so basically we were just like, well, we can't say no again just in case. So we had that kind of safety, even if it was the show we were going to make was going to be shit. That's right. They couldn't say no just in case. Just in case.
1: We then went to America and made it, and it was amazing. Yeah, and yeah. so it really paid dividends it for did, It was really good for us. But uh, I remember
2: as well, Paul Yates was always pretty positive, and I said, oh, because I remember when we didn't hear anything after the first meeting for ages, yeah. and I said, oh, I got in touch with him and said, I guess nothing's happening with that TV show. And he said, I don't know, as long as you haven't heard no, there's always a chance that it will be a yes.
1: Yes, that's right.
2: Which apparently is true, just takes bloody ages.
1: It does take bloody ages. Um, i tell you what, it was August 2016. So it was a year and nine months.
2: Yeah, that's a long time to be waiting.
1: It is a long time. (laughs) And so what we got was... A text from Paul Yates, producer, and it said, whoop, whoop, that's the sound of the police. Yeah. Hey, you (laughs) fellas, want to play a couple of ghost cops sometime next year? Keep it under your police hats, though, please.
2: Oh, you've still got the text. I've
1: still got the text, man. I went through all the texts. So that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good.
2: Did you secretly tell anyone?
1: Did I secretly? Oh, I'm sure yeah. lots of people. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But also, but the other thing that happened was I, I probably only told my wife.
2: Yeah, I think I only told my mum and dad.
1: Yeah, because of Hillary because I told people that I was in Hillary, and I am going to be playing You couldn't risk that again. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. wow. Uh, so, I'm going to yeah, be playing like,
2: a cop. Oh. I am
1: not saying shit until it's on the screen. Yeah. And so I didn't tell anybody for a long time. So
2: then when did we start filming? We, was it that, that hot, hot summer? Well, it was. It was a
1: hot, hot summer, and we did our first table read, was at the casting company um, in Miramar, which is where we would have auditioned as well initially.
2: I thought our first table read was out in Avalon.
1: We did do a table read out at Avalon. Um, and maybe it got shifted, but we didn't start shooting until... I'm sure like we were shooting December, all in December. It was, like it was December it when it was
2: every day in Wellington, which yep. never, ever happens ever in Wellington. As someone who's lived here for 45 years, it was, it was hot and sunny.
1: And no wind.
2: No wind. And yep. we were having to black... All of this, all of the things out. That's right. Because the sun went on all night, and so you're behind so these hot. big black curtains.
1: Yeah. In our police uniforms. Yes, that's right.
2: But what were you most excited about before we started, Mike? Because I remember thinking, oh, again, f- for me having no experience whatsoever, I yes. really had no idea what to expect. Which, in some ways, can be a little bit nerve wracking, but in other ways can be quite good because you you've got nothing to base your expectations. No on. expectations. So I just was like, well, this is going to be interesting and fun. I think it goes back to what mm. I've always sort of. Tried to maintain, which is that you've, if you say yes to things, then you'll always learn something, regardless of the outcome.
1: That's 100%. You I know, don't know. Have we talked about that before?
2: I'm not sure. But yeah, I just, you know, and I, I used to try and instill this in the children that I would teach, you know, say yes and it's a disaster, say like Hillary, for instance, you'll definitely learn something. 100%. Say yes and you mm, you, can, you might be able to work out, I could do this. You know, if I did this differently, I could do it better next time. Yeah. Or, Say yes and do it and love it and find something you're so passionate about that you didn't even know. If you yes. said no, none of those things would have happened.
1: Exactly right. And that's, um, that's how I approach everything. Yeah, if the reason I'm saying no is because I'm scared of doing it and scared of failure, then I have to say yes. Yeah. I can't use that. Yeah. If, you, if you think something is going to suck, you can say no to that.
2: Yeah, or if you think I don't actually agree with that.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's the, it, if that. it's
2: something non consensual, say no to that. Yeah, say no yeah, to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But say, yeah, 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 to other things. And that's what I think, that's what I, that was my sort of my feeling and my thoughts going into this the, when we first started shooting, because I really was like, I've got no idea what to do. Yeah. I don't even know if I can learn scripts. I don't, I've never done that before, because there yes. was no script for what we do in The Shadows. That's right. So I've never been given all these, like, when I did the table read, I just, I didn't even like Everyone had those highlighters. I remember the first time, yep. everyone was highlighting their little bits. I was like, oh, is this what you've got to do exactly. on the scripts? Yeah. started doing it. I was like, this is, I don't need, I can I can read my name. I don't yes. need to put it in a color to know when to talk. Sure. <laughs> so, but as you go
1: there. on, what you find is, you know, you're putting, doing that color so that when you turn the page, you go, oh, So I don't even really have to listen. I can just listen here You know, that's sort of where you get, that's why I do it. It's just sort of like, okay, sweet. No, I don't. Another page without even to say I can that.
2: look at a page and see my name, yes or no, just like that, just like a colour.
1: Jeez, that's good, eh? Yeah, I know. What a skill. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
2: yeah, because when after we did the first table read, because that was Tom Sainsbury was there, wasn't he?
1: I can, I, I, I can 100% tell you I have zero memory oh, it was great. of that table read. Yeah, it was. At Casting Company or out at Avalon, I have no I memory.
2: The, I think it was at Avalon because Tom Sainsbury was out there. Well, was
1: there? yes, yes, and so I heard. So this is what happened. I can remember the room, um, but for yeah, for those people out, for everyone listening, it, I found on my phone I did a voice memo every single day um, when I finished filming and was driving home at sort of two, three, four o'clock in the morning. I'd do a little audio diary for myself, mm. um, which I've forgotten I had. So I've been listening to those. They're really boring, uh, but at some point we might put some of them up, and. What happened was we were there for the table read. It was you and me, and it was Marker and Tom, Tom. and Yatesy, obviously, and uh, Jermaine was late. Jermaine was late. Yeah, and so he came in like uh, everybody was coming in and apologising for Jermaine. Oh, I'm sorry, his lady's going to be here. So I'm really sorry, guys.
2: I remember the one at the casting company. Now it had
1: Andy Crown in <laughs> <on> it. <laughs>
2: it. Remember,
1: Andy, no
2: Andy Crown because she played the
1: the. Uh, the psychic, psychic, but was going to play. <laughs> I knew you were going to say
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> but she was also originally maybe going to play a sketch artist. Oh, Remember yeah. Remember that? That's so that's right. when we did the table read the at because K- she artist. was there at that and
1: I thought she was very funny. That's and she right. Was. Well, so there you go. and when I say that's right, I mean.
2: Good remembering counts. Yes, yeah.
1: And I can't remember it Yeah Yes so Then he was late He came in He was And then he Everyone apologising for him Then he apologised for himself When he arrived Mm. And then We did some of the table read But we couldn't get all the way through it And Bruno The first AD Came in And said guys I need you to come out now Because we've got to do your prosthetic We've got to do your Makeup thingies And I said Oh Is that because Jermaine was so late Is that is that what's happened there? Yeah. Uh, but according to my voice member, he didn't think that was funny.
0: <laughs> and,
1: and then you doubled down on it. You came in and helped me. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, Jermaine, what's going on there? He was so <laughs> and so that sort of helped break the ice a little bit because I don't think either of us knew him very well still, did we? Well, no, we just,
2: were, no, we just knew him from what we do in the shadows. he we have been really not friendly not, and lovely, oh, really? but, you know, but certainly we hadn't become close bosom buddies.
1: No, no, not at all. No. No, so it was sort of like, oh, my – very, very much still, like, oh my God, it's Jermaine Clement. Yeah. And I can't believe he's spending his time doing the show for us. Yeah. Was I know. my vibe. It he was did. amazing. Yeah. Like, absolutely amazing. This yeah. is not, there is no like, we were hanging out in Wellington and Jermaine's yeah, over at our house. Yeah, all, all the Sunday. time and he was like, okay, okay let like, he hey, he make a show. TV show? No,
2: no. We no. were complete, basically, strangers. And,
1: and especially because with what we do in The Shadows, like, I, you know, I watch it, I'm like, was it, was our scenes that amazing that you thought that you could make a TV show out of it? And I don't know if that's just, but I know people's reaction to it was really good. But I watched it and I was like, "Oh yeah, that was." All yeah, great.
2: but that's because it's us. You can't watch yourself and think.
1: Oh, me. but later on, I watched. It and i go, like, "Geez, yeah, you can make heaps of TV shows out of used <laughs> to. But yeah, the, I was uh, "Yeah, I was very surprised that they wanted to make a TV show out of it, especially th- because there was the werewolves idea." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort yeah. of yeah. circulating at the same time.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe it's just. I really think our. <laughs> I don't even like this word. I'm not going to. Why am going to use? It. I'll use it anyway. The rawness that came with our performances, performances yeah. I mean, yours less so, but mine definitely really suited the genre, yeah, and that whole deadpan mockumentary style, yeah. So, I think it just and again, I, I really do firmly believe that whether it's luck or stars aligning or some I don't know what else there could be, what are the other eerie fairy things that mean good things happen? The fact that we were paired together, yeah. You can't Stars have, aligned, you, you, yeah. O'Leary. Yeah, yeah that's what aligned. I said. I just, I just don't, I don't think you can put a, you can't put a price on that. No, and no. You can't put a, um, you know, this. It's just something went
1: right. And hundred oh, percent. Yeah. And thank God that people with more of a clue than either of us. Yeah, because we not have done the Potential. Oh no, absolutely. That was it. <laughs> I would have had a kid and maybe brought it.
2: Yeah, I've like, ha ha. I was in a movie one time. Guess <laughs> <Yeah, that's laughs> you <know> what? Right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was actually in a movie. Yeah, that's right. For about kept a minute. On
1: going. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if we've spoken about. Our names and how we came up with the names. I think we did in the last one. We did. Now I've came across in my voice memo some more interesting facts. Do you want to hear the interesting facts? No. I don't it's re- not it's not gonna negate your story. Okay. Your story is still is still good.
2: <laughs> okay, great.
1: Um, so there's this thing about our names and how we sort of came up with them being Officer O and Officer O'Leary. And I said to you that what I remembered was Jermaine saying um, that he had wished he had never used his own name. Oh yes, this,
2: yeah, yeah, this is from when the show started. Yes, yeah, when they were yes. doing
1: Flight of the Concords, they wished they'd never used their names because um, they'd be walking down the street and somebody would call out Jermaine, and he'd be like, "Oh, is it? Do mm. they know me, or is it from the show?" So I, the story that he actually told me, yeah. apparently, um, is that it was Brett that didn't want to, yeah. that wished he had never done that for that right. very reason, and I said that to Jermaine. Yes, and he said. Jermaine said, No, I, Jermaine was happy that they'd used their own names because he'd been on a TV show in the 90s called Skits. Oh, yes, which was I a remember comedy, that. Yeah, show. great. If you can great. find
2: that, check it out because that is amazing. <laughs> that
1: is unbelievable. But he played a character on that called Dion. And then when he'd be walking around the streets, people would be shouting out,
2: Hey, Dion. Yeah. Dion, and hey. Dion was quite a good character. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. And Jermaine hated being called Dion. Yeah. So he was like, I'd rather be called Jermaine, which is my name, than Dion. So I thought that was quite a nice little yeah. add to the story there. And uh, I mean, let's
2: be honest, Mike, have you had, has it been a big issue for you, having lots of people calling it Minogue?
1: I do get a lot of Minogue, but I also get Mogey and Backbone. I probably get more Backbone yeah. stuff, related stuff from the radio I actually show get quite get. a lot of Minogue. Do you really? Yes. Where's Minogue? No, no, stuff? no, they call, they call me, but they just
2: get us confused. Close and enough. they think I'm, you know, because I <laughs> seem like such a, Together, person, I must be a
1: you man. You a monog, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, now, I don't know if we spoke about either. Was Tyker's involvement? So, Taika, the idea initially was that um, was that he would direct some of the episodes, yes. And he'd start off, you know, he'd direct the first couple, um, and then so obviously he did do the hunt for the Wilder people. Then he did um, our thingy, which is a smaller thing, yeah, you yeah, know, that, that little um, pilot episode. But I'm sure from memory that he got, he got Thor off the back of um Hunt Hunt for the, the World people. people. So eventually, anyway, that happened, and the idea was that he would come. Maybe it was always like, oh, he's going to now. He'll yeah, do the last that, two and episodes, and it
2: was we'd oversee. He looked over the scripts That's as well right. to have input into the scripts.
1: He'd and, do the scripts, yep. and then he was going to do the first two episodes, but he was busy. So then they pushed it back, and he was going to do the last two episodes. Um, And then I had a note here that uh, we found out during shooting that no, he wasn't going to come because he was buggered after Thor. Oh, yeah, that's right. So it just meant Jermaine did those ones. So I think Jermaine did the first two and then Jackie Jackie. did two and then Jermaine did the last two, I think is about right.
2: Jackie Van Beek, that
1: is. Jackie Van Beek.
2: Amazing, talented human being. I actually
1: went to uh, Jesse Herb's 50th. Was 50th yeah. I was going
2: to go, but I couldn't.
1: Couldn't go, could you?
2: I was in Wellington, wrong city. It's
1: quite the lineup there. I went for about 45 minutes because I had to get the kid to bed, but it was nice to see them. Yeah. They're nice, aren't they?
2: They're
1: lovely. They are lovely. I guess the other thing is the makeup stuff. You'd never had any of that done?
2: No, yes. I remember having to go in and they, you know, what was that? Was it the full head cast?
1: Yeah, it was part of it.
2: Yeah. That was the first one, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so then you had to go in and and they said, "How do you feel about you know having your head kind of c- completely covered in plaster of Paris, basically?" Yeah, and um, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'll be surely that'll be fine." But gosh, it's a weird sensation, isn't it? It's
1: claustrophobic. It's yeah. claustrophobic.
2: So, that they put this, wrap this stuff around your head, and then they start to put one layer of plaster of Paris on, and all you've got your mouth is covered, your eyes are shut. The
1: rubber though, the pour on that. that yeah, that's uh, yeah. Whatever that's called, yeah. what's that called? Silicone or uh,
2: silicone or yeah. latex or something like that. Yeah, 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 latex. Yeah. So your eyes are pushed shut, and it's funny when your eyes are being made to be shut, how they don't want to be shut anymore. Yeah. They just were like flickering against the thing the whole time, and then all you've got are these two little tiny holes for nostrils with
1: straws coming yeah. out of them, just in
2: case they get blocked up with thing and then you'd be suffocated.
1: Yeah, and it's the what I found was it was the deprivation of senses. So it wasn't just that you couldn't see. Or speak, so that was part of it. You couldn't that was talk, hard for couldn't me. communicate, yeah. but your ears were filled in mm. as well. So you were deaf. Um, and then once you get into that, you then start it just gets heavier start and heavier as well. Thoughts. Yeah, really stressful quite on my neck.
2: Yeah, who was the person they told me that had ripped the whole thing off their face? Did they tell you about that person? Jason Hoyt. Yeah, yeah, Jason Hoyt. And then Josh Thompson, when he got his done for To Be Satan later on, yeah. he um he apparently fell fast asleep. That to keep Loved propping it. his head up. That's yeah.
1: right. So, yeah. And what we do in The Shadows, the party scene at the end, um, I think he's an MC type of person. I can't remember. I didn't know Jason Hoyt then, who I now do a radio show with. But Jason Hoyt, um, very well known comedian in New Zealand, was playing one of the roles there, but he's he couldn't handle the prosthetics. So, he actually ripped them off his face. <laughs> but not while it was being done. He had the prosthetic on and they were filming.
2: was
1: it was while they were filming that, that he had to rip it off.
2: Oh, well, I'd heard a story about someone. It must have been someone else then that one they're having that plaster cast on. Right. Got to a point and just started ripping all the stuff off their yeah, face. Yeah, and
1: that's what you sort of feel like you're pretty close to doing. Like, you're not going to do it, but you can no. see why people would do if it. You
2: had, if you're a panicker,
1: Yeah, you'd do it.
2: Things like going in for a makeup test for me, like yeah. – Absolutely foreign for me. And yes. I mean, imagine probably you don't do that all the time.
1: Not tears. So well, little, yeah, every time you act, they then, do that. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I just had never, never experienced that whatsoever.
1: I'll tell you another thing that came up in this voice memo thing was that they had to dye my hair.
2: Yeah, I know. Because
1: <laughs> my grey streaks, my grey hairs, and I think it was
2: – It wasn't until the second it season It was the second, second got, season
1: it got bad, but even yeah. in the first <laughs> season – we'll get to the second season, but the first season I was like, yeah, it's pretty dark – Pretty yep. buffonti. Yeah. It's pretty buffonti. It is pretty buffonti. I actually
2: quite I was looking I was watching um episode one yeah. last night because you told me I had to. Um yes. and my hair's quite long, but I feel like I liked it.
1: Yeah. But no, then, it but nice. I think I
2: actually like the fact that my face looks heaps younger. So maybe that's the
1: issue. Yeah, and it's <laughs> yeah, it's quite um funny seeing yourself. What is that? Is that seven years ago? Eight years ago. Is it? I don't know. Is like, it, it seven? Yeah,
2: twenty Eight, was it 2018 we made 2017, 2017, 2018
1: we made it. 2017. Yeah, 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 God, that is a long time ago. It's quite a while. Um, yeah, but I, we'll get to the first episode. But yeah, I watched a couple of episodes last night. Fly by, man. They fly by. Oh, they should have been longer than 22 minutes. Yeah, Tell not, you not, what? Long enough, was not long enough. was wasting our talent in 22 minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then also as well, obviously, because I had a full-time job as a head teacher, I had to talk to work. So that was, I was a bit worried that they were like, well, you can't just take six weeks off to make a TV show. Right. So that was a bit of a concern. Because imagine if they said no, I was like, am I going to quit my teaching job to do six weeks of television? You would have though, wouldn't you? Probably. Yeah. Knowing me. Yeah, so yes. But luckily, yeah, yeah. yeah but out. luckily, um, Adelaide, early us centre were fantastic. Yeah, you I, hope so. Yeah, and I continued working full time for the first three seasons.
1: As you know, Karen, <laughs> at the end of every, at the end of every episode, we do fan questions. So you can send your questions in to our Instagram page, which is Wellington Paranormal Podcast, and that's the only place you can send it. Don't send any questions anywhere else. <laughs> but incredibly, we've got a sting for this. A sting. A sting. Great. Who did Jake, it? Jake. Potty Jake hit us with a sting.
2: Now it's time for fan questions.
1: I love that beat. <laughs> um, all right, first question is from Nicola Jones. Now, apologies if we're doubling up on questions here from last week, but I've got no memory and you're just going to have to tough it out. We might
2: right, answer just have to differently it differently anyway. Out. There yeah, might be a completely different answer.
1: Different answer, same question. This is from Nicola Jones. Um, she sent this question through on X, formerly known as Twitter, mm. uh, at Nicola Jones 525. Important question, right. space hyphen space. I've got a lot of respect for that. Pleasing on the eye. Will the podcast be available in the United Kingdom?
2: The answer to that, Nicola Jones, mm-hmm. is yes.
1: Yes. I don't know if they geolock podcasts. Seems like if the podcast's out, it'll be available everywhere, barring some kind of a government crackdown.
2: Or China, maybe.
1: Yeah, for example. Um, so, yes, it's available everywhere. So um, it's just on the internet, isn't we- it? But the problem with this, Nicola, is you're not going to know because I'm answering your question in the podcast. You see what I'm saying?
2: Well, then you need to respond to yeah. her
1: on X. Yeah, I do. Hopefully, she'll find out about it. Let us know if you've uh, found out about it, Nicola. Yeah,
2: send us another, just sort of like a response rather than another
1: question. Thank you. This is from Mister Kiwi at Mister Hilarious Kiwi. Hmm. <laughs> you call yourself a Kiwi, talking yourself up like that. You should be ashamed of yourself, man. <laughs> Had you two worked together before what we do in the shadows, or was that your first policing gig together?
2: Well, not only was it our first policing gig, it was the first time we ever ever laid yep. eyes on each other and met. That's um, right. Was the right before we went and did the first, the very first scene.
1: That's right, and there was no rehearsals or anything. It was literally no. the first time we spoke as the characters was when the char- was when the cameras rolled. Yeah, yeah.
2: And up until that there, like like you said, no rehearsals, no script,
1: no knowledge of. Who you were. No, all my strengths as an an individual. What characters as
2: police officers were supposed to be like or do. Um, But hey, look.
1: (laughs) That's right. I think the thing about it was that worked was that um, you're a woman and I'm a man. (laughs) Yes. um, And I'm slightly taller than you are. So straight away on screen, you know, it's it's interesting. It's good (laughs) stuff. (laughs) This one from Terry in Transit at Terry in Transit. How did the character design evolve? Was it very clear when you were presented with the scripts or did you help develop it yourself?
2: It's a very good question, actually.
1: Good question. Yeah, and I Terry think... Terry Transit.
2: I think it's... Um, there was multiple things going on. I think originally when the people... Because there was a team of writers that wrote the scripts for season one. Correct. So all they had to go on was one minute, 20, or whatever it was, of footage of us from um, what we do in the shadows. Yes. So I think, though, as well... Probably Paul and Jermaine had an idea in their heads of what they wanted our characters to be like as a as a police partnership Mm -hmm. and the kind of people we would be. So I think and that's potentially where I became the slightly more onto it police officer Mm -hmm. and you became the slightly more gullible slash maybe not as intelligent. But gosh, talk about a heart of
1: gold. Oh, a heart of gold. But I
2: think then we really leaned into that and we sort of expanded on that through our portrayal of those characters. We do In,
1: in, the, uh, in the one of the voice memory things, it was like we were so, – oh, well, I was saying you went there. Um, we were still working it out and we were hoping – that we would sort of know what our characters were by the time we started filming the second episode, that it would be worked out in the first episode. yeah. Because we didn't know who was dumb, and I in the voicemail, I'm like, I don't know how dumb he's meant to be, I don't know yep. how gullible, yep. I know he's meant to be those things, but how, yep. to what degree?
2: Yeah, but I also remember very quickly it became established, and this was, I think, due to us, but also due to Jermaine as well, there was some times when we were they'd written into the scripts that we were a bit mean to each other, yep. or I was mean to you, or vice yep. versa, and it, we quickly established that we didn't we didn't think that was part of our policing relationship, no. and that was that had no sort of no no place in our characters. No,
1: and we pushed back on that. Um, we knew enough to know that, which I think was really good, yeah, because yeah, because even when the jokes were good. If it had some meanness in it like that, we're just like nah, we can't do nah. it. Like I mean, like calling somebody a mean word or yeah, it was just like nah, that's not it. Um, so then that was really good. Yeah, that's a great basis to come off if you know that that's a relationship, and and just like a really lovely thing I think to see on screen people that. Might get frustrated with each other, but aren't mean to each other.
2: No, and just and care about each yeah, other. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, great question. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was definitely give and take. And then of course you have a lot of input. Um, uh, when it's when you get to improv and stuff, that sort of defines defines it a bit. It really
2: is a collaboration, and I think you know the the team of writers. obviously you've got when you've got a team of six different writers writing different episodes, everyone's got is putting their own part of themselves into each yes. of your characters. So. So to work around that, you know, and I would often think, for me, sometimes um, female writers would write to my character in a way that spoke to me more. That's right. Which is probably not surprising. Let's be I honest. I remember talking about that. Yeah, yeah. So whereas if you've got, say, uh, an older white man writing yeah. for me as a younger lesbian woman,
1: yeah, and you're white,
2: yeah, I'm, I'm white. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah, know, yeah. they they haven't lived that, so no. it's you know they can write around it and they can understand it, and they can empathise, but. Unless you've experienced it then you don't have the sort of
1: the full insight. Obviously the f- the the female writers could bring a depth yeah. to the to the dialogue yeah. and a reaction to something that yeah. a male's just not gonna be able but to that's do why and think, vice versa. Yeah,
2: but that's why yeah. it was so good that we were provided with the opportunity to, to improv and to yeah. always have a take where we would just say whatever we wanted to, because then we could use the script as a <clears throat> as a base and then go off. Maybe slightly deeper into how I would think about it or how you would think about it.
1: Yeah, and I think exactly. that, that paid dividends uh, the, the, dividends uh. Big dividends indeed. All right. Well, I think that's us. I think there's enough questions for one day. Jeez. <laughs> if you've got a question, send them to our Instagram at yep. Wellington Paranormal Podcast. Also want to shout out to our podcast artwork illustrator, Blue Fruity, um, who is Has not done this one, but has done our thumbnail. Um, Blue Fruity is at Blue Fruity on Instagram. They illustrated us in awesome cartoons back when the show was on. Um, We asked if we could use that for our season one artwork. They said yes. We're going to be looking to do some merch um, as the season goes on, and we will be including fan artwork in that. So continue to send us your fan fan artwork. artwork. So much good stuff. Amazing fan artwork. Yeah, it's incredible, and so that's what we'll be doing, and each uh, season we'll be using a different piece of fan art as our key artwork for the show to get you guys involved. Um, Also want to thank our composers, Monica, um, who is Sam Scott and Luke Butter and Conrad. How do you say it? Is it Weddy?
2: I went to school with them, to high school with them, and I should know. I'm pretty sure it's Weddy.
1: And so they are our composers and have done all our stings and stuff. They're amazing. Also, special thanks to Paul Yates, producer, and Jermaine Clement for giving us the go ahead to make this podcast. You can find us at Wellington Paranormal Podcast on Insta, Wellington Paranormal Pod on TikTok, Wellington Paranormal The Podcast on YouTube. Um, Jump on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Apple to give us a five-star review and a rating. Um and Karen well, only O'Leary. If you want to. Well, well, no, actually, do it. That's the oh, least okay. you could do. I've looked into it. That is the least they could do. They just give us a five star rating. And what does
2: that mean? What do we get? Well,
1: it means it gets pushed up. People, oh, yeah. um, it, it makes us more discoverable. Give us a five star rating. Yeah, we really appreciate
2: it. Just take two seconds of your time.
1: I reckon. Yeah. And what's your Insta?
2: Karen O'Leary NZ.
1: And I'm uh, Mr. Mike Minogue. And I'm not, to be honest. Do you want to do your um, Twitter?
2: Nah, I'm. I'm Giving that away. yeah. I might. I don't agree
1: I'm with that. i Mr. Mike Monoga on that as well, I think, but I'd never go on there. Um, yeah, and that's about us, I reckon. Bloody beautiful questions. Please pump them through to us, and uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. We're not going to see them. Not at remember all. that, Mike. No, but thanks a no, lot know. for listening. In my and, mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah picturing, we're imagining all... I'm picturing old mate in transit. Yeah, Who is that?
2: They're at the airport.
1: In transit. Where are we at? <laughs> nah, Nicola Jones I'm thinking about. Well, that's nice. 525. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. Cocky day. Cocky day. Frank podcast.